Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 1021. Turning a hobby into a business. Any tax benefits? By Penny with womenwhomoney.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host and narrator, and I'm here with you every single day, and that includes weekends and holidays reading from great blogs on entrepreneurship. And today we've got a post from a site that we have heard from quite a few times before, and it is womenwhomoney.com. And I'll remind you a little bit about what they do after the post. So for now, let's get to it and optimize your life. Turning a hobby into a business. Any tax benefits? By Penny with womenwhomoney.com. You started out designing t-shirts for a family reunion. Before you knew it, requests for other designs were trickling in. Does this sound familiar? Maybe it isn't graphic design. Perhaps it's dog walking or babysitting, reselling or crafting. If you're like most people, you have a hobby that you love and are really good at. A growing number of Americans are turning their hobbies into hustles, with nearly four out of 10 Americans working side gigs. When your hobby starts to pull in income, it's important to consider the tax implications. You may find it best to transition from hobbyist to entrepreneur to receive any tax benefits as your hobby income increases. Here's everything you need to know to start weighing the pros and cons of turning your hobby into a business from a tax perspective. 1. Hobby or business questions to consider. Is it a hobby? Is it a business? Often the answer is both. However, when it comes to your taxes, you'll have to make a decision. It might surprise you, but income isn't the determining factor here your hobbies can make you money. Before the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it was possible for a hobbyist to deduct expenses related to their hobby up to the amount of income from the hobby. Now, with the TCJA, hobby income for years 2018 to 2025 must be claimed, but expenses are no longer deductible, so you'll pay taxes on all your hobby income. When your hobby is making you a small income, you might not worry too much about the taxes. However, when your hobby income is becoming considerable, or if your revenue is good but you've not yet turned a profit and see a profit within sight, you may be ready to start your small business. To help you see what the differences might be between a hobby and a business, here are some questions to ask yourself. Do I rely on this income to live? Am I trying to turn a profit? Have I turned a profit in three out of five years, or will I? Do I treat it like a business? For instance, spending money on advertising or promotion, conferences, or other networking. Have I created a scalable model I'm looking to grow? Do I keep accurate records? Are my losses really startup expenses? If you found yourself answering yes to several of these questions, your hobby might be transforming into a business. 
the IRS identifies other factors you can explore more as well. Two, business structure. Now that you're ready to try on the small business label, let's talk structure. Not all small businesses operate the same, which is why there are different business structure options. Working with a tax professional can help you choose the best fit. However, before you take that plunge, it might be helpful to at least brush up on some of the business structure lingo you will hear. Three, setting up an LLC. If you are transitioning from a hobby to a small business, there's a good chance you'll at least consider starting an LLC. An LLC is a structure creating a company as a separate entity from you. That means your personal assets, think not just your money, but also your real estate, are now protected from business liabilities should something go wrong with your business. As an LLC, you will also be considered a sole proprietorship in the eyes of the taxman. As a sole proprietorship, you will report your income and expenses on your personal taxes. When your business turns a profit, you will be required to pay income tax. You also have to pay into Medicare and Social Security. Four, choosing an S-corporation. Depending on your business model, you may want to take on an S-corporation status. As an LLC, you actually have this option, but it means the way the IRS views your business will change. By taking on an S-corporation status, you are no longer a sole proprietor. Instead, you become an employee as well. This structure allows you to draw a salary as an employee, which shrinks your business profit. You might not think of a small business profit as a good thing, but it actually reduces the amount of taxes you have to pay on your business profit. In addition to LLCs and S-corporations, there are other business structures you might choose, including partnerships and C-corporations. Speak with a tax professional if you need help deciding on the right entity. Five, tax deductions. As a small business owner, you benefit from the ability to file tax deductions at tax time. Understanding the tax deductions available and which ones apply to your business is crucial and can be hugely advantageous. This kind of tax time savvy keeps more of your money in your pocket so you can continue to grow your business. The number of tax deductions the IRS allows can be overwhelming. It's important to remember they may not all apply to you. However, familiarizing yourself with some of the most common deductions is a great starting point. These might include startup expenses. The expenses related to creating a business can be deducted. Business insurance. If you carry insurance for your business, you can deduct the premium. Professional fees. These could range from books and tax software to accountants and lawyers' fees. Travel. If conducting business is the primary purpose of the trip, much of it can be deducted. This includes airfare, car mileage, lodging, and even phone calls. Meals. Client meals can be deducted at 50% of the cost to you, as long as they aren't lavish. Education expenses. Coursework and other expenses relating to continuing education for your business are deductible. Home office. Your home office space must be solely devoted to your business and nothing else in order to deduct it. Office supplies. From pens to paper and anything in between, you can deduct office supplies with or without the home office deduction. Equipment and furniture. The new tax law allows furniture and equipment deductions up to $1 million after the acquisition of the items. Working with a tax professional is an essential way to understand all of the existing deductions, how the new tax law impacts these deductions, and how to optimize them for your specific situation. Keeping your business finances separate from your personal accounts is super important, and having a dedicated business checking account and a designated credit card for your company expenses will help make that easy. And six, important considerations at tax time. 
It's easy to get swept up in the entrepreneurial mindset of the internet. It seems just about everyone is determined to be their own boss. But creating a small business isn't quite as simple as designating a structure and filing deductions. Your small business doesn't have to pull a profit in its first year, but that doesn't mean you can file at a loss forever. In fact, the IRS looks closely at how companies file. And if you declare a loss more than two out of five years, there's a good chance your business will be flagged. Another important consideration to make is the fact that these tax breaks are really your money. Putting thousands of dollars into a business to save hundreds at tax time only makes sense if your business will pull a nice profit at some point. If you can't piece together a business plan that makes sense to you and indicates profitability, it might make more sense to keep your passion project as a hobby. Final thoughts on transitioning from hobby to business. Not every hobby needs to become a business, and not every business is a hobby. Still, many people find themselves in a situation where they are ready to evolve their work from a pastime to something more defined. Starting a small business and keeping it afloat is no small task. However, understanding the different business structure options and common business tax deductions can help you see if the transition from hobby to business is something worth pursuing. You just listened to the post titled Turning a Hobby into a Business. Any tax benefits? By Penny with womenwhomoney.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And thanks so much to Penny for this article. We also thank Vicky and Amy, who, in addition to being the founders of Women Who Money, are the co-authors of Estate Planning 101, from avoiding probate and assessing assets to establishing directives and understanding taxes. Your essential primer to estate planning from Adams Media. And you can come by womenwhomoney.com for much more, including other great articles like this one. And again, that's womenwhomoney.com. And I have that linked for you in this episode's description. But that's gonna do it for today. I hope you enjoyed this post and thank you so much for being here with me each and every day. And I do hope you'll be back again with me tomorrow. And that is where your optimal life awaits.